0: My name is Gigi, and this is Red Tent Women, a podcast about women, for women, or anyone who wants to listen. In this space, we talk all things women. Join me on a journey to rediscovering the way we look at women. Let's rewrite the dialogue and change the world we live in for the better, one conversation the very first episode of Red Tent Women. I am so very excited to be here, to be recording this episode. I have so many amazing, beautiful plans for this podcast. Um, But before we get into all that, um, a quick intro to the world and what this podcast is and what it's about. And a little bit about your host and all that good stuff. So I'll start off with me a little bit. Hello. (laughs) My name is Gigi and I am a 24 year old white female or woman. (laughs) Um, yeah, I consider myself to be a very spiritual woman. I have a YouTube channel where I talk about spirituality and I talk about travel and ascension and basically I kind of use the YouTube uh, channel as a sort of platform or place where I can log my journey and watch my growth and share it with the world and anyone else who's interested in going through the same process on or similar process on their journey. Um, Yeah, I'm very excited for life and new adventures and this is a huge adventure for me. I have been wanting to do a podcast for Gosh, a couple of years now. I started listening to podcasts back in 2016, I want to say, was kind of when I really went knee deep. Um, I've always sort of known about podcasts. They've been around now for quite a few years. I think the first one kind of popped up in 2010, right, if I'm wrong? I don't know. I don't I don't know the exact dates, but um, they've been around a while and I've been aware of them. And especially in the last two years, they've really picked up and, and everybody's kind of wanting to make a podcast. And it wasn't until like the last year or so that I considered doing it because to me, you know, podcasts were still really new when I started listening to them in 2016. They weren't really, really huge yet. They were just starting to pick up momentum. And it was kind of overwhelming for me. Like, oh, you have to have like a crew and you have to be somebody and have a name and already have a following in order to start a podcast. And now it's so accessible to anybody and anyone can do it. And all you really need is a mic and a and a laptop and an idea, and that's how we're here today. So um, I am speaking on a blue Yeti Nano, a red blue Yeti Nano to celebrate Red Tent Women. Um, and yeah, so let's get started. Um, so that's that's a little bit about me, and uh, I'm sure as the uh, podcast goes on, I will reveal more and more about myself. Um, but as an introduction to what this. Podcast is. So that kind of requires a little history lesson. So I recently finished a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful book um, called Goddess Wisdom by Tanishka, I believe her name is. I'm going to look at the book real quick. Yes, I believe it's Tanishka. I'm not far sighted and I'm reading the book from far away because I don't want to make a lot of noise. and fumble around. Um, But it's called Goddess Wisdom Made Easy by Tanishka. And she is a beautiful, beautiful spiritual goddess herself with a lot of wisdom to share. Um, She has written a couple of self-help books, but she also hosts seminars and red tents. Um, And in the book, she talks about the history of the red tent. Now, most of the information, full disclosure, in this book, I was not really new to, at least on the history historical aspect of things. The first sort of section of the book is all about history and the history of goddess worship, where it comes from, why civilizations worshipped the goddess for a very long time before sort of the patriarchal civilizations took over, and how we can use that history to benefit us today and why goddess worship is making a comeback. Um, It's a beautiful book. I highly recommend it. But in that book, she talks about red tents. So what are red tents? So back in the day, um, this was post-matriarchal societies when the sort of rise of the patriarchy rose up and we see big civilizations like ancient Egypt, ancient Greece, even into ancient Rome, pretty much all the way up until the Industrial Revolution um, when science sort of took a big hold on life and people took science more as, you know, a basis to live off of or information to base decisions off of rather than religion. Um, science was huge during the Industrial Revolution and, you know, we all, we all know that history. But during this patriarchal time between the rise of, of big ancient civilizations to the Industrial Revolution, The patriarchy was very powerful, and religions predominantly worshipped patriarchal-type gods, male gods, um, whether that be a polytheistic religion or a monotheistic religion. Um, And during that time, because the matriarchy was once so powerful and women had... A large say in an influence and also you know if you have a free woman you have a free society that's that's hard to control because women are the bearers of children um so if you can control that you can control your civilization and control your society um women the menstrual cycle for women was viewed by these these patriarchies as disgusting as sinful in some religions uh, uh christianity um and you know It was hard being a woman during those times, as we all know our history books, and it was very common, whether the woman was in a patriarchal tribe or a household, a big estate or a town or city, it was very common for there to be tents or rooms within the estate or even buildings within the town or city for women to be sent to during their menstrual cycle. So this would happen once a month. And because of the way the menstrual cycle works and hormones and everything, um, women would tend to sync up. So it would kind of be all around the same week that women would bleed. And they would go to these tents, they would go to these rooms, these, these buildings, temples, whatever, and they would spend the week together. And men were not allowed in because, again, it was dirty and sinful to be a- around a bleeding woman or to be around menstrual blood. And so, men would be severely punished if they were seen spying or trying to enter or whatever. So, these were really safe havens for women to talk freely and be them themselves fully and it was a really beautiful space. And honestly a lot of um postmenopausal women would be part of this as well. It was kind of like the whole clan or group of of women within a household, whatever, would come together during this time once a month and would spend their menstrual cycles together. And this is often when um, information would be passed down from generation to generation. So if there was a, a, a woman coming into her womanhood um, and bleeding for the first time, it was a big celebration within the community of women um, and information would be passed down to this new young woman. Um, if there was a woman um, preparing to go into her marriage bed, a, a lot of times in these tents, in these rooms, in these buildings, uh, the women would prepare her for that with information about what is expected, what sex is, how children are created so it really was a, a a place of knowledge and um the passing of knowledge and every every woman at any cycle or any stage of her life was celebrated for that stage post women were there to help women going into menopause or 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 coming out of menopause right Um, So they were really a community of women. And oftentimes, these tents, these rooms, these buildings were decorated in all red as a way to celebrate the menstrual cycle. I kind of like to think of it as this big F you to men. (laughs) I don't know if that's necessarily true. But I really I like to think of it that way because it's just you know, you look at these women, you look at history, and and there's just so much there, so much inspiration, you know. There was so much oppression on women for thousands of years, and yet we still come out stronger than ever, and we still come out with open arms and love and empathy. And, you know, it's just, I just find women so fascinating, hence this podcast and what it's about. So, you know, that's the reason for the name of this podcast, or not the reason, but that is the history of the name of this podcast, Red Tense. Um, and in this podcast, I really hope to uplift women and um, talk about different issues of the day, um, current events, Civil rights. Uh, right now, we are going through a huge, tremendous social change in society, specifically in the U.S. Um, and I am very excited and fascinated to interview women of color and what they think of this change and um, their history and the oppression they have felt. Because as a white woman, I completely understand the privilege that I have to be the color I am. You know, it's hard being a woman, but it's even harder being a woman of color, especially a black woman of color. Um, And I'm so excited to interview women from all different backgrounds, different religions, different races, ethnicities, sexual orientations. Um, This is simply a space to celebrate women and Talk about women rising, and because you know, with this social change, we are about to go through a major, major ascension. And you know, I truly believe in the work of light workers, and um, you know, I I believe myself to be a light worker. I have my, my purpose here is to, you know, uplift humanity and finally get us on on equal ground and equal footing. I don't think it's a coincidence at all, at all that I'm living during such a chaotic crazy time with so many changes. I mean, look at what technology has done to us and how quickly things change due to technology and, you know, just big, big changes. I mean, the Me Too movement just a couple of years ago that went down and how many doors that has opened for women in the court of law. Um, and now looking at uh, the racial changes that are about to take over and take place I mean it's such an exciting time to be alive I know it's scary I know we're dealing with a pandemic in the middle of all of this but you know with chaos comes oh what's what is that um I believe it's like with chaos comes clarity I think that's, that's the phrase, but it's so true with chaos comes clarity. You know, you can't really see all the goings on and all the, the wrong things going on until there's chaos to reveal itself to you. And I truly believe that. That humanity is, is heading towards a beautiful place where we're going through an evolution, a major, major evolution, energetically, emotionally, and even hopefully physically for us soon. Um, but this evolution for us, this phase of evolution is certainly going to be more of an energetic and spiritual type evolution. Um, and it's, it's definitely going to be uh, an evolution with our hearts and our minds more so than, and, than our bodies. Um, you know, I'm kind of going off on a tangent right now, but that's kind of what this podcast is about. And, um, I'm so, so, this is such a, oh, I can't even speak. I'm so excited. This is such a passion project for me. Um, there was a moment, um, when I was in college, there was a moment, um, I was at work and I had taken a, what class was it called? It was like a it was like an anatomy course that I had to take as like a GE and I was at work and I was talking to my coworker we were studying at that point in time in the semester we were studying female anatomy and I just coincidentally happened to be on my period and I was just so fascinated by all of it and I thought it was such a beautiful thing and and um gosh I just I found the female anatomy to be such a beautiful thing and the way our re- Reproductive systems work. It was just all so fascinating. And it kind of gave me a new perspective on my period and and how truly beautiful and miraculous a period is like the way it works. I mean, I read a quote from an article about Wicca. Um, at the beginning of my spiritual journey, this was back in in uh, 2016. Um, I read an article and in it, it had a beautiful quote. And I still think of that quote to this day. And I quote it all the time. Um, but I, I'm going to paraphrase here. But basically, what it said is that when a man bleeds, he dies. But when a woman bleeds, sorry, when a woman bleeds, she produces life, she lives and produces life. And it's such a True perspective, <laughs> if you really think about it, um, yeah, it's just so such a beautiful thing. And then, um, shortly after I took that course, uh, I decided to no longer continue with the major that I was doing. I was a theater major at the time. I had grown up in theater. I went to a a performing and fine arts academy for high school. Um, and theater was my shtick. <laughs> it was my thing. It was my identity. Um, and I got to college and I did it for almost two years, a little over two years. And it did. It, oh, no. Theater is not my thing. <laughs> not to say that I don't have the raw talent. I, I think I'm talented. I think we all have some sort of creativity or talent to us. Um but it wasn't my passion. You know, it was when I was a child and it, it got me through some hard times and it was a creative outlet for me, but my creativity has evolved. This is a tangent. <laughs> I go off on those a lot. Um, but I decided, you know, to end it and I had taken a psychology course um, that really was the thing that made me realize theater was not my passion. Um, Because it wasn't until I took that psychology class, it was just like a basic psych 101 class, that I realized what my passion was. And oh, boy, do I love the brain. I think I'm just an anatomy fanatic. I love, (laughs) I love the yoni, Um, which for those who don't know, yoni is Sanskrit for the vagina. Um, But I think yoni is such a beautiful word. And that is the word I am going to be using to refer to the vagina from this point on. But for those who don't know, that's what yoni is. Um, But I am so fascinated with the yoni and the reproductive system for women. And I am so fascinated with the brain. I love studying social behavior, especially amongst women. Um, I think the topic of women and our energy and our brains and our social behaviors and our anatomy, like just everything about the woman is my passion. I just, I find women so fascinating and I'm so very blessed and thankful that I am a woman in this lifetime going through this ascension that we are going through. Um, I, I thank the universe every day for, for having me be born woman, or I guess thank myself because I made the choice to be born a woman. Um, but I do, I find women so fascinating and beautiful. Gosh, women are so beautiful to look at. I love looking at women. Um, just everything, the energy, beauty, uh, just I, women are great. I can't, I can't stop talking about how much I love women. Um, anyways, so, uh so I switched my major to psychology and it was such a game changer for me and when I switched there were all these new courses that I had to take and things I had to do and I started taking these courses and one of them was a I don't remember what the class was called but basically it was um a a psychological approach to sex. So it wasn't like a sex education 101 type class. We didn't really study like anatomy and, and all that stuff. We, we studied the psychology behind sex and the different, you know, types of lovers and, um, how people express themselves through sex in the different ways and how it can affect you psychologically and we talked about victims and and what happens to rape victims and and we looked at cases where you know we pretended to be a therapist and you know we're given a case and how would you approach this case how would you help this person feel more comfortable with themselves if they have had a traumatic experience or if they're just having trouble communicating sexually with their partner I mean it was really just a, a psychology class but it made me. <laughs> it made me fall in love with women all over again. Um, you know, we studied the female orgasm and we studied so many just amazing things that the female body can do. Oh my gosh! Like we've really got the upper hand. Okay, sure, yes, it is harder for us to get off, at least for some of us. Um, but you know still the fact that there's such a wide range of feeling and wide range of how orgasms feel in the female body and you know some women can can orgasm multiple times some women can't orgasm at all like they just don't have the ability to I mean gosh it's just it's so it's so fascinating um And the different pressure points that can make a woman orgasm. And even, we even got into um, tantric sex and how energy can set off a person, not just a woman, but a man too. Um, women tend to be a little bit more open to tantric. Generally speaking, of course, there are exceptions to every rule. Um, but this is a podcast and of course I'm going to make a generalization. Um, but generally speaking, women tend to be more open to, tantric so of course more women are going to be able to orgasm uh, through tantric sex and the idea of tantric is that it's the energy that sort of makes you come and um, it's it's an energetic type sex it's not necessarily a physical sex you do start off physical when you're when you're starting with tantric but as you move on up the goal is to eventually be able to have sex energetically which is just fascinating and I truly think the ancient Hindus for coming up with tantric. I think it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of that's that's kind of you know how I, I view women um, and why this is such a passion project for me. If you can't tell, um, yeah, women and spirituality, and I truly believe, truly, truly believe that you know, the key to this ascension is to raise the female energy vibrations, because for far too long on this planet, have we lived in a patriarchal, even, dare I say, it, misogynistic society, societies all over the world. Um, and, Of course, we haven't, we've been out of balance, you know, and it's time to rebalance. I mean, I think of, of the divine feminine and the divine masculine as yin and yang, you know, one can't be out of balance to the other, or you're going to have misery, basically, you know, the universe has to be in balance. And for far too long on this planet, we've been unbalanced with, um, masculine energy and it's not even divine masculine energy it's masculine energy and there is a difference um if you want to know the differences between divine masculine and divine feminine versus regular feminine and masculine um basically the key differences is the, the, the divine feminine. She is our connection to source. She is our connection to the spiritual realm. Not to say men cannot be spiritual. We know that they can. Um, all of us beings have the ability to be spiritual and have a personal connection to source or to universe, um, or God, <laughs> whatever, whatever you believe. Um, And if you look at ancient civilizations and ancient priestesses, um, the priestess was sort of this middleman between humanity and God um, or source. And, you know, there was a reason for that because the The divine feminine is the connective source. She's the source of love, the source of compassion, the source of empathy, right? Again, generalizations, not to say men cannot have these traits. I'm just talking generally with the divine feminine and masculine. Um, And with the divine masculine, his energy is there to protect, to create a safe space for the divine feminine to do her work, to keep humanity connected to source. And unfortunately, what has happened in the last few thousand years, and it didn't happen overnight, it took a long time for us to get to this point, this extreme. And frankly, we're bouncing back. But what has happened is that we have been completely, completely detached from source. And that was done on purpose because, again, you cannot control a free-thinking spiritual society because they know the truth and they know their freedoms and they know that this is just one life and this is just... A matrix, a reality that our collective consciousness creates. And we know that when we connect ourselves or reconnect ourselves to source. And that's why so many of these patriarchal religions have sort of taken that dialogue out of their ancient texts. I mean, you look at the Bible, and you know, it's this one life. This is your one shot and that's it and if you don't do it right you're gonna go to hell and you need to go to heaven and we sort of christians sort of worship this really masculine sort of brutish god and you could argue the same for the jews and muslim um and i would love to be corrected if i'm wrong i really would um i am here for growth and for learning and that's what this journey is all about Um, but this is just sort of the history of religion from my understanding and my personal studies. Um, and you look at ancient, ancient matriarchal civilizations and who they worshiped. It was mother Gaia. It was the goddess. It was, she was creator of life on this planet, but we also understood source, (laughs) right? And so we worshiped the goddess and, There wasn't this big imbalance of power. Every person in society had a role and participated. And, you know, there weren't really this sort of freeloaders or like what we like to think of. Um, You know, everybody had a purpose. Everybody had a role because they understood purpose of life. Because there wasn't this this detachment from source, right? So... We're kind of making a return to that. And that's kind of what Tanishka's Goddess Wisdom book is all about. You know, we're going through a period of time where we are reconnecting to Source and we are reconnecting to the Goddess. And um, in my opinion, the Goddess is Gaia, is this planet. Um, Goddess is not Source source is source. Source is genderless. Source is all in one and everything. And creation. Source is I think I just said not female nor male. Um and there are many monotheistic religions from the last couple thousand years that say or refer to God as being man, you know, especially in Christianity. God created Adam in his image. <laughs> right um and just look at the story of of Adam and Eve Eve was created from the rib of Adam (laughs) you know how how misogynistic and and oh how misogynistic is that you know woman was created for man and woman destroyed man because she was temptress you know sex is sinful um Yeah. And I I don't want to come down too harsh on religions either, because I personally believe that every religion has a piece of the puzzle. You know, you put all the pieces together and there you are. There's the answer. (laughs) But also at the same time. Religion to me is such a fascinating topic and a beautiful topic and it's community and I don't want to come too ta- come down too harsh on religion. So this isn't a, a bashing on religion at all. This is a celebration of history and understanding um and I, I'm i just sort of presenting my information of how I have come across it <laughs> or my interpretation of it. Um, and I am completely open to feedback and ideas. And if you have something to share about your religion, I am all open ears. That's what this space is. It's for women to share, to communicate without judgment and to celebrate um, and Of course, we all have our own opinions and that's fine. And that's what makes us beautiful and gorgeous, powerful women that we can have opinions and ideas um, and energy because if we were all the same and and all prayed the same way to the same God, could you imagine how boring that world would be? (laughs) But um, yeah, and Source is all about your personal connection, you know, it's it's not really religious because you're not sort of following a community or a specific person telling you what to believe or their interpretation of a scripture or, you know, whatever. It's you sitting down and meditating and feeling source and connecting to source and connecting to all energy, to life. That's, that's what it's about for me. Um, what else do I want to talk about in this first episode? I had (laughs) a list of things. I've talked about myself a little bit. You've clearly gotten to know me and my opinions and how I am a spiritual being. Um, what else? Mm, I've talked about the history of the Red Tent Women, why this podcast is called Red Tent Women, um, the future of the podcast, what I'm hoping to accomplish. I've, I've touched on that. Um, I think I've pretty much touched on every base that I wanted to for this first episode. Um, so with that being said, thank you so much to whoever hears this podcast and decides or discovers it comes across it and decides to give it a listen i know it's a podcast for women but men you are certainly more than welcome to be part of this conversation um and part of um this community that i hope to build um because i don't want to isolate men this this has to be a union between the divine energy and and the and the Uh, I'm sorry, the divine masculine energy and the divine female energy. Um, That is extremely important to me. And, you know, we're not going to move forward unless we understand each other and have open ears and open hearts. Um, So yeah, what's to come for this podcast? What are the next couple of episodes going to look like? So I have a couple of interviews set up and I'm Very excited to be doing them. Um, The first interview um, is going to be probably one of my favorites. Um, All of my girlfriends, my best friends, were all coming together. And we're just going to have a little chit-chat <laughs> and we're going to record it for you guys. Um, we're kind of going to enact the red tent ourselves and, and talk about all things being a woman in 2020. Um, so far, it sounds like there's no topic off the table, but we'll find out how comfortable people are as soon as we get there and start. Um, but as of right now, it sounds like um, everyone's excited to, to talk about anything. <laughs> no subject off the table um and then after that I have a couple of friends that I am excited to be interviewing um they live on the opposite side of the state as me so it's gonna be a little while before I can get down there um and record and interview them and I will be going down south um to the opposite side of my state in August so it is gonna be Little over a month um, before I can perform those interviews, Um, I have a couple of women here that some ideas of women I would like to ask to interview. I am looking forward to interviewing some entrepreneurial women. (laughs) Um, I think especially colored entrepreneurial women. Ooh 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 la la! What a sexy subject. Um, Yeah, let's get into it. I am so very excited for the future of this podcast and whoever gives it a listen, thank you so much. That truly means the world to me because this really is my passion project. Um I just this is probably one of the, one of my main subjects that I am most passionate about is women. So yeah, I'm going to sign off. Thank you so so much for listening. It just even if it's just one listener, two listeners, it just means the world to me because i do want to build a community around this i do want to i do want to start these conversations and and have a sort of red tent for women listening and speaking so thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you so much and i will catch you in the next one <laughs> bye